Welcome to the 100th episode of the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the person Andy can't hear enough about, and that's Wheeler Yuta. I heard he bled on TV from the weekend. Wow, that's that's amazing. Did you hear about that, Mr. Andy? By the way, I'm Luke, your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, and... Yeah, I heard about Wheeler Yuta. He had a match that was good, and like some shit came out of his forehead. And I was like, on Twitter, like, "Good lord, am I gonna have to mute this? I mean, come on, <laughs> good lord." So, uh, but here we are to celebrate our hundredth episode, and you know, maybe we will talk a little Wheeler Yuta today. But we got a lot of weird things to talk about. And first of all, I just hope that people enjoyed the uh fantasy dream book song that started off the show because i worked really hard on that and we can talk about that and everything hey, dude. but uh that is a fun thing that i'm so glad i finally got to share with the audience so i had to make sure that chumpy was involved in the song somehow and that was about all that i contributed but that's still my favorite part so <laughs> <laughs> yeah lyrics are not my strong suit so the lyrics are not you know uh, the best it's, part it's, it's, but. It's a masterpiece, and you know it. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy. Watch the music video that will be posted along with this episode, and I think that kind of is the the more masterful part. Um, I think that part is pretty funny, and I hope people enjoy it just like I did. But uh, we're also going to talk about what it's been like to do this for two years and all kinds of stuff. But uh, I don't know, Luke, where you want to go first? Well... <laughs> yeah, see, everyone's expecting us to be like, talk about Hyper Battle 22. And, and um, I'm going to rip that Band-Aid off now, everyone. And this is a thousand people just going like, pause. Oh, sorry, a thousand fucking two people going pause. I'm waiting for 101. <laughs> but we're not talking about Hyper Battle this, this episode. So, yeah, it, I don't know. We're going to talk about uh, a movie that we watched at some point called, should, should we tell everyone what it was? Yeah. Mr. Vampire, which is a movie that Greater Khan gets uh, a lot of inspiration from somehow. Uh, I think yeah, you'll true. explain that to me, but uh, I, I, I didn't quite see it, but uh, okay. Uh, pretty clear, but uh, we'll get to it. You know, this uh, movie, we watched it, and uh, it is a bizarre movie. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to just go ahead and get into the movie, or what do you want to do? All right. Well, first, like Andy and I watched this movie together last night and he's morning and <laughs> and I didn't remember any of it because <laughs> uh, Andy can attest to this. I got uh, blotto drunk. Hey, 
he was celebrating 100 episodes. It's, that's it's right. important, you know? That's triple digits. That's, that is triple digits. A bottle uh, of wine for each digit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, by the end of the movie, I was confused and not didn't, didn't know what was going on. And I said to Mr. Andy, I think I should go to sleep. And you're like, yep. yep. <laughs> so I, uh, I did drunkenly set my alarm for like 6.30. And I was like, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to get this movie watched. And I did. Yeah. So I've watched it kind of in this hangover that I fully deserve and don't regret all that much. But yes, so last night... I was confused and didn't know what was going on and wasn't sure I liked it. And then today, I could follow it quite easily because it's not that complicated at all. <laughs> That's how drunk I was, everybody. Yeah, fucking vampires attack this town and they try to kill them. That's it. That's, like, that's, that's it. That's, that's all. Oh, movie. and there's a ghost lady in the movie for some reason. Right. Well, if I'll it, tell you who she is. I can't believe you didn't figure out who she is. So. Yeah, she's, for the, she's from the start, from the grave thing. Oh. Yeah, we'll get to it. So, um, well, Mr. Vampire Luke is a 1985 comedy horror film directed mm -hmm. by Ricky Lau and produced by the famous Sammo Hung. And yes. uh, it was it was like this is one of those movies that is made by the group um, that is called uh, Golden Harvest. And it's like this Hong Kong group that made tons of. Uh, movies, including like every movie that the Wu Tang mythology is based on, like you know Shaolin Temple, Wu Tang versus Shaolin, Thirty Six Chambers, <laughs> all that shit was made by these same people. So it's that same quality, um, which I am personally a massive fan of, and so I really enjoyed that about this movie. But it's funny, we were watching it, you know, as you said, kind of at the same time over Skype or whatever last night, and you know halfway through this, I I was like, so this has to be a comedy, right? Because it was like it's really funny. There's like really funny parts, but there's also yeah. big, long, unlike every other Kung Fu movie that's made by this place. It's like a horror movie. So there's these big, long drama scenes where they just talk and they like eat rice or something. And it's like, or drink tea. And it's like, cool, bro. What's this got to do with anything? And I still don't know. And I'm hoping you can tell me what some of those scenes had to do with anything. I have no idea. I feel like the, the whole scene with the tea it's like it's, it's it's all about Western tea. I don't know how to drink Western tea. Me neither. But uh, we're going to drink Western tea at this place. So they get to the place with the Western tea and they order coffee. <laughs> I think that might be a translation thing, you know. Because <laughs> they, you know, they, you know, sometimes you're watching it with the English subtitles and it doesn't match up with what the you know, the dub says, because this is dubbed in English. We watch this on YouTube, by the way, it's split up into 10 parts and maybe we'll tweet out the link or something like that, but I don't want it to get pulled down, but uh, yeah. it's Mr. Vampire and it's the original one. Now, um, you know, this is basically, as we said, it's a movie about these zombie vampires, but when, when uh, Miss Great O'Conn first came around, there was like this movie poster floating around and it was of this movie and it had a picture of fucking Great O'Conn on it. And I was like, oh, that's his character. So as we talk about this, you know, I at some point I'll explain what this has to do with this character because it's pretty clear. Yeah, but there's no question marks on any of the things on the in the movie. Maybe that threw me. I don't know. I was expecting something with a question mark on it. And it's like, where is it? 
Yeah. I didn't get it. I got solar panel hats though. That's, that's right. <laughs> Tell me about these hats. This is amazing. And your wife made the hilarious joke that we just ran with all night. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you remember that joke because uh, I was really drunk. But for some reason, two characters at various points of the movie will wear this hat that I don't know. It's like a triangle hat, but it looks like there's solar panels, and it looks so out of place. Because you can tell it was made from like synthetic material, like a trucker's hat or cappies or something like that. And I'm pretty sure, because I asked Charity when this movie was set, and she Googled this for me. And she was like, it's either, it's between like 1912 and 1940 or something like that. So I'm like, what are they doing with hats like that? It's weird. What was her joke? of hats well she just said it looked like they had solar panels on it oh, and we yeah. thought that was the funniest thing we'd ever heard in our lives so right. every time that guy busted out of that hat we were like oh my god the solar panels he's he must be so charged up right now. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't take it off soon his head's gonna explode no uh, yes it's true but luke what is this movie all about there's like there's good stuff but what's the good stuff well the good stuff is probably got everything to do with what probably Sammo Hung did with the movie, because he's usually known for stunts and fight choreography and all that kind of stuff. So I can all I can easily imagine the comedy director did all the in-between bits and all the awesome bits involving some fucking bumps that I just can't believe they just get up from, like it's a cartoon, because some of them are really gnarly and look like they absolute... Oh my god! Just like the one where he's falling through the through the rails from the second story all the way to the wood on the ground. It was yeah, nuts. Jeff Hardy. There's yeah. Like Jeff, Jeff Hardy bumps in this. There's like things where a dude jumps off of something really high and a guy with a giant pole just hits him on his way down. <laughs> it's outrageous. But what it is is it's these guys kung fu fighting zombies. Like these zombie, like vampire dudes. And so, but it's bizarre. And the, the part about the movie that I don't understand is that at the beginning, we see that this guy, this priest type dude that has the fucking, the fucking solar panels on his head. He's like, he's like got this little like army of these zombie dudes and they hop around. And the only way to stop them is to like, put something on like like remove this thing from their forehead or do something with their forehead right yeah. and so he shows up at the end of the movie and like saves them kind of right because he you know i don't know he's like oh shit one of my guys got loose or i'll tame this one i guess they end up burning it to, to, to death and and uh after trying to kiss it <laughs> oh my god so this movie is hilarious because of just the, all the wacky shit that happens. But the fight scenes with the zombies are awesome because they're either really funny or they're just like, oh, my God, because dudes are taking, like, ridiculous bumps. And it's awesome. So I couldn't believe some of the bumps I'm, I'm seeing in this movie. But I think my favorite part is, like, the, the zombie's about to get this real dumb cop, dude. And he, and he looks at the wall and he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And grabs a chicken and tries to <laughs> tries to save himself by getting the vampire to eat the chicken. Yeah, eat the chicken, eat the chicken. I'm like, what are you doing? In what mythology do you think chickens <laughs> work against vampires? <laughs> I like. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts is like towards the end. <laughs> 
like this, like the main character who you kept calling Dandruff Guy. <laughs> Because he, he is a young guy that they just put, like, you know, white stuff in his hair. And he's supposed to look old. <laughs> but you yeah. You said Why didn't like they just get an older actor? Everybody else who's older <laughs> is an older actor but him. Well, just... He's a big star, you know, for uh, Golden Harvest. And so he oh, yeah. he um somehow, like, creates a cartoon knife <laughs> and starts attacking the zombie with a cartoon knife. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> That's right before they try to kiss it. <laughs> he uses it like, you know how you get a magnifying glass and you, if you put it in the sun at a certain angle, you, you know, you get something. You, you can burn shit. Well, imagine if you could do that with the moon because that's how he makes that ghost dagger thing. Oh, my God. That's by, amazing. By angling the light rays of the moon onto this thing, it, 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 I don't know, it just starts glowing with moon powers or something. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> so the uh, the Chinese name of this movie, by the way, yeah. was uh, Hold Your Breath for a Moment. Because okay. we learn at a certain point that they have to, like, like it smells you. Like the zombies can smell you, your breath or something. So they, like, have to hold their breath, which leads to some traumatic scenes. They're actually pretty cool. I like that part. But the idea of this like zombie vampire thing, it, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's Jiangxi. It's yeah. this hopping corpse thing in Chinese folk- folklore. And so it this is the, what this thing's made a, about. And that's what Great Okan is. He's that, right? In the movie, we learn that the way that these priest guys control the zombies is they have this like this piece of paper that they basically just tape to their forehead, but it's like got writing on it and it looks like the fucking towel thing that okan puts over his head so the reason that okan does the wacky weird walk to the ring is because he's got the he's under under control someone's controlling him and he's got the the paper over his face but when he gets in the ring and takes it off then he's allowed to attack and that's what happens in the movie is anytime that shit comes off their forehead then the zombies become dangerous and they start attacking people and shit so that's the, that's how it relates to Great Ocon's character, Luke. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. But I also like this one scene. I'm going to move on from Great Ocon thing. <laughs> because I just remember this one scene where there's this cop guy who's really annoying and he really wants to have sex with his cousin for some reason. In fact, everyone wants to have sex with this one girl. <laughs> that poor woman, I swear. But... So they pluck one of his hair hairs out, put it in one of those pieces of paper that you know Great O'Connor will have over his face. One of them swallows it, and now that they can, they can control that guy now, and and I'm like, okay, they'll just make him slap himself and and all that. No, it gets really creepy because they they make him they make him pull his pants down, making gusting motions at this poor woman, and I feel sorry for the guy too who's been yeah. who can't help but do this. I'm just like. Wow, you took it there. I did not. I did not expect <laughs> you to take it there. Later on, like one of the other characters was like, "You're not gonna make me take my pants off, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> to, to that guy that <laughs> made that happen. Oh man, and and that character, like the the 
there's like the guy with the pepper in his hair or whatever the danger and then there's these two younger characters or maybe there's three of them they're like his nephews we never meet their dad he's dead or something and so it's just these nephews and he's got infinite number of nephews and they're all fucking idiots (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of where the comedy of the movie comes from like one of them gets turned into a vampire guy and they just file his teeth down with a file and then he's just not a vampire anymore like what but actually I that's how it works that's not right okay so you asked me earlier what does ghost lady have to do with this? there is a scene loop where yeah. one of the dumbass dudes is just riding a bike through the woods and all of a sudden this ghost lady just she yeah. flies up to, to a branch and sits there and waits for him and she flies in the back of his his uh bike and then she like seduces him but it turns out that she's like a zombie vampire too she's the like original zombie vampire she's the one that made the other ones or she's one of them that can do that because she's trying to make the one nephew into a vampire you know and so it, it you know at the end they kill her and that's why the one idiot is no longer a vampire because they killed the the like main vampire there it makes sense kind of but you why know. does she have ghost powers and none of the other vampires have ghost powers? Because she's the original and she's, you know. Now, Luke, can you. I, I like it when her head flies off her body. You can see the <laughs> That shit is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts her head off and it starts flying around the room attacking awesome. <laughs> I love that. Now, Luke, there is a moment in this, uh, actually, several moments in this movie that I was totally confused by. It, for some reason, rice hurts the zombies. <laughs> Only gelatinous rice. What? Why? Well, yeah, I don't know why it's only that one type of rice, but if it, it, it fucks them up and it makes the rice go black for some reason, I don't know. It, any other rice and it doesn't work, but it, long grain rice, no. Which, so, which means we get a education <laughs> on what rice businesses are all about. Because they go to a fucking one of the dumbass nephews has to go get gelatinous rice. So he goes to get the rice, but before he arrives at the store, we have to watch a few minutes of uh, the rice owner and the rice owner berating his son and calling him stupid. Everyone who's young in this movie is a dumbass, <laughs> yes, apparently. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then we gotta find out about all the different rices and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, what? Why is this here? Why can't it just arrive with the guy arriving at the rice shop? And it turns out they didn't have, a, have the whole thing of his rice, and so they just mixed it. No, we have to – it's like when you read a, reading a book and they introduce characters that you'll never see again, but the descriptions of them last for like two or three pages. And it's like, what's why? why? Yeah. You know, they don't even kill that lady too now that I think about it. She just flies away at the end. Remember that? Yeah. That's because there's five sequels. <laughs> and there's too many it, rices, the, too many different kinds of rice as well. I I was really enjoying the rice thing because at a certain point in this movie, there are people threatening someone with a thing full of rice. And they're like, oh, shit, they got rice. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies like freaked out because they got rice and they're threatening the zombie with the rice. <laughs> it's really funny. They're brandishing rice. Oh no. It's it's really funny. Um, Not the rice. Not the rice. I love this. So yeah. they also, the two guys are attacking the zombies all the time with this like 
the string and i thought it was silver did you know did you solve that mystery excuse me no it was the yeah the string they were using for the plucking around the coffin and it was also it was just covered in ink this special ink so yeah maybe that's they write on the paper with that special ink too yeah in order to do the the forehead thing and stop them okay all that's all that string stuff is awesome, and the way they use it at it the is. end, where the young guy just does this fucking mad jump right down onto the ground, and then acts like that didn't, but wouldn't jar or break his legs or anything. No, he just makes that massive jump. He's fine. Then the zombie jumps in, and he gets caught in all those wires and stuff. It's really awesome. It's like a web of. Was it Web of Death or whatever the uh, CW pay per view where they have the like <laughs> web of barbed wire that the, the, the pinnacle of every show that somebody takes a bump into the giant web of barbed wire? <laughs> Terrible. Oh my goodness, it's like something you'd see usually in a Giallo Giallo film. Yes. Especially yes. Suspiria or something. Yeah. It's like this. It's or it's like that kind of thing. Just like a B horror movie. That's what this is like. But it's fun. I really like this. Did you, I mean, like Luke, you watched it one and a half times or 1.2 <laughs> times or something. What, I mean, do you, do you like this movie? Do you want to watch uh, number two? Uh, yeah, I, I liked it enough to watch the sequel. I, I don't think I loved it, but, but I, I did I didn't enjoy it. But at some point I did enjoy it. But at some point I was just like, all right, come on, hurry up. Get, yeah. I want to see some more stunts and stuff. It, it was taking a little bit too long to get to the good bits. Well, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love this one. I thought this was so much fun. There's boring parts, you yeah. know, and, and to be honest, skip through them. Skip through the boring parts. They don't matter. They just say stuff that doesn't make any sense anyway. So who cares? You know? I mean, I didn't have to watch the, 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 the rice shop scene twice what did i tell you to do <laughs> skip the shit parts they don't matter as soon as you're scrubbing along and you see the vampire attacking people stop that's what you <laughs> want to see maybe back up a minute and then watch how the vampire attacks people because that's the best part of the movie and it's fucking fantastic i love no it wonder you're asking me what the deal is with that string you probably skipped the scene where they were talking about string for like five minutes probably you know <laughs> something happened last night and it was it was Alcohol. really, I was having a problem. So we were on Skype, right? And like <laughs> somehow I had enabled a background that was just like trees. And I don't know why. And like I spent a lot of time really trying to figure out how to change that. And I cannot figure it out still. So that was really weighing on my mind, you know? <laughs> and I was really distracted, Luke, by nothing else, just that. Yeah. <laughs> It was distracting for me too. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, so I, I wasn't there like a uh, see. My memory is pretty hazy, and you're going to remember this better than I did. But you left for a reason. Uh, well, the forest was gone, like like because you fixed it somehow. And I was like, bring back the forest, Andy. Bring back the forest. No, oh, that's odd. I think it's because I just walked away. But really, um, oh, so when you sat it down what it comes back on or what's the motion sensor i have thing no like? idea but it was frustrating me <laughs> but luke um maybe we should wrap up uh mr vampire because uh 
I yep. did want to mention that on the Wikipedia page for uh, Mr. Vampire, it says television series. And under that, it says that there's a Jackie Chan Adventures episode, great cartoon, um, where they, you know, one of these things shows up. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, Legend of Awesomeness. There's an episode where there's like a Jiang Shi, um, Dragon Ball Super, there's one. But the last entrance says Japanese professional wrestler. The great Okan, the greatest hero who ever lived, mm-hmm. adopted a costume and ring entrance inspired by Jiang Shi by the Jiang Shi while on learning excursion in British Revolution Pro Wrestling after graduating from the New Japan Dojo. The wrestler himself, Tamayuki Oka, has Chinese Mongolian ancestry. However, his persona is still that of a normal, brutish human. Does it say that? Does it really say all that stuff? Yeah, except for the part about him being a, a hero. I put that in, but. Well, you should. That should be in there and stay in there. I agree. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of video game references, though, with that Jiangxi thing. So, anyway, there's a bunch of these movies. I recommend it. I think it was a lot of fun. Skip the parts where they're talking and just watch the fights of the vampires. And maybe I'll even make some little gifts of the vampire stuff and put it online because it's really funny. Yeah, you should see the mask of the vampire at the end of the movie. <laughs> it it looks like uh, it does look like paper mache painted black, and it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but his choreography and stuff is awesome. Yeah. So you kind of you know, and he's taking a beating. So and he doesn't have to sell that much. So yeah. Anyway, oh no, he's he, no selling everything. It's like the Undertaker. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it's like. It's like Undertaker Kung Fu guy. That's what Makabe got out of watching the uh, watching the movie. <laughs> you think he sat through that? I don't think so. No. He's like, although here's the thing with him. He didn't like the vampire parts. He liked the part where they were eating shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I know all about right. <laughs> well, they're sipping on tea. Like, Makabe's like, so- ha, ha, ha. <laughs> He's like, I, I heard you could put burger with that kind of rice. Long grain's good for burger. You know, that's what he was thinking. So I can see him just elbowing Homer really hard and on one side, Wata really hard on the other side. Watch this! It's a rice scene. <laughs> then he's nudged them both going, ha, ha, ha! <laughs> they're, they're looking and they're like, they're really tired of that. <laughs> so... Poor Wato. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, Mr. Andy. Yeah. We have done... 100 episodes of the Never Open Podcast. That's amazing. Yeah. Pretty thanks, cool, huh? Thanks to the uh, in, the uh, counter thingy that counted the episodes for us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, counting episodes is hard because if you don't have the number thing by, a lot of times only like 10 episodes will, you know, pop up per page. But then like one of them doesn't have 10 and you got to count how many pages and you're like, oh, fuck. I fucked up. I got to start over again. You know, that's what it's like. So thank God that, you know, this thing counts for us. But yes, 100 episodes. It's a cool milestone, you know, and I think that milestones are somewhat important. Yeah. I mean, we don't take them very seriously. I mean, we make up silly songs and interview a movie about a uh, vampire that people try to kiss. So <laughs> take his last breath. Well, is that what they were trying to do? Is yeah. That what it was? Oh, yeah. I just, it just looks like they're trying so to kiss So you skipped that part. <laughs> no, I, I watched it. I just missed the subtitles because I was probably talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot There was a lot going on. Got to talk yes. to you, watch a movie, and also read the movie while we're watching. I should have watched the dubbed version, but we watched the sub. I watched subtitled. 
Luke, there's a part where like I think I did watch Dove. I thought it was Dove, but there's a part where like they they put a bunch, they sacrifice a chicken and like put this blood in a bowl and it set the fucking thing on fire. <laughs> Crazy. Why? Just exploit that. It, I don't know. It's maybe it's some kind of folklore thing that we don't get. <laughs> well, who knows? It's amazing. We can so, use it to uh, explain anything away. What about true. this Chinese folklore? Is <laughs> it? Oh my goodness. Yeah, so what's it been like for you doing the Never Open podcast for, well, I mean, our second anniversary is technically like, I think I think the first year we had recorded our first episode in late April, but yeah. we, we didn't post it for a little while, I think, or I think the first two episodes we put up on the Road Home podcast. So, you know, our first feed didn't start until like the first of June, but we had episodes in the can, you know, going through May. So, but what's it been like? It's been awesome, though very rarely it can sometimes be like, oh, man. And that's only because <laughs> and that's only because I'm just like, I got to watch all these tag matches. Yeah. Richard, you for real. And that can sometimes get a bit grindy. Other than that, um, I, th- I feel like I've become a better wrestling fan through this podcast. Just uh, I, I probably have to watch. I definitely have to watch the wrestling more close, more closely than I used to. All that kind of stuff. Uh, also, it's been a blast getting to know you over 100 episodes. So, you know, that's that's probably my favorite part. It doesn't matter if New Japan's been good or not. We're going to shoot the shit and always have a good time and a laugh. That's probably what I look forward to most, man. Yeah, that part is the fun part. And I think that one of the things that maybe, I don't know if it's ever been said before, maybe early in our, our podcasting experiences, but like, expressing yourself is important. You know, if you can't, you got to find ways to do it. You know, like I like to play guitar, but I also like to do this podcast. And that allows me to kind of like through this show, I've been able to express myself in many different ways. Most of the time it's humor. And I hope you guys have enjoyed that. But like even some of the like multimedia stuff I did, like, you know, like the whole, (laughs) you know, fantasy dream book video, that was a (laughs) fucking blast to make. And like, that's, like, if I could do something for a living, it would be silly as shit like that all day long, every day. And so, like, it's been fun to be able to kind of do that. And I don't know, that that part's always fun for me in podcasting. Now, it's also been awesome to watch good wrestling and bad wrestling and finding the good in the bad and, you know, finding the th- things to make fun of. Like, you know, you're just talking about Makabe. We have a whole, you know... Uh, canon behind <laughs> Makabe that is not real, but it's just some shit we made up. But some of it's real, but some of it isn't. You know, I mean, Master <laughs> Wado. There's so many of those things, and I really enjoy those. The three and I'm glad dads. The listeners do too. That yeah, the three dads is probably the best one. Yes, of course. Oh, and dude, I won't mention it on the next episode. I'll mention it right here. There is some kind of singing show. Yeah. And Satoshi Kojima is going to be on it. And I saw him looking like his motherfucking John Travolta and stuff. He was looking great. <laughs> and then who who do you think would be another good singer from, from New Japan? Who do you think might have a good singing voice? Because if you thought Tomowaki Hanma, you'd be absolutely <laughs> correct. Yeah, he's uh, just going to sing Down With The Sickness. Every, that's <laughs> all he can do, that and corn songs. <laughs> I was thinking Tom Waits as well, so I can even sing, <laughs> sing some classier. of those. Definitely oh, class here. So yeah. yeah, I was I like, mean, they didn't even ask Tai Chi. Oh, Al, they probably can't afford him. That's can't afford him. Hell no. Yeah. 
Uh, so do you reckon they'll put that on New Japan World when it happens? Man, I hope so. That that dating thing was so funny. Like I had a half day of just I couldn't stop giggling for like half a day because I'm still <laughs> laughing about it. That shit was amazing, and I really hope that we see it. And I hope that it doesn't have subtitles because as much as I want to know what they're saying, it makes it so much better when you don't, and you just kind of have to fill in the gaps. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, mind you. We still, 100 episodes, and I've asked numerous occasions on the Tweety. Um, oh, uh, you can contact us on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Andy is at Drusifer Tweets. We're collectively at NeverOpenPod. And if you want to send us a written or voice email, NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And I forgot my point, but I did remember to pimp the socials. So you that is saying... pretty good. That um, folks could contact us, and you said even after 100 episodes, and then you start talking about. Oh, how yeah. No one's ever told us any of the translations for Tori Anu's theme. Because <clears throat> that's been my one thing I want to get to. We get his translations, we will do a silly reading of them. Absolutely. The yeah. So, well, that leads to me to your question or a question for you then, Luke. What is your favorite silly thing we've done? <laughs> so we've done a lot of stupid shit so i mean it's hard to, hard to select all right i've liked i've liked um oh shit you put me on the spot i liked i liked the tai chi dramatic reading because oh, just working out some of the uh what some of the lyrics went for that was just mind-bogglingly amazing that kept us making jokes about that theme tune for for weeks and weeks <laughs> it's it, it's it. I like doing that Max the Max kind of poetry recital. <laughs> that was fun. Because you put it that. at the end of one of these episodes, and I'm just like, because I kind of forgot I'd done it, and I'm just hearing all this this classy piano music, and it's my voice, Max the Max. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's on the G1 Finals episode, if you want to see that, from uh, 2022 so or 2021. I don't know. One of them years. But yeah. uh, it's the Max what about Max you? ones. Um, so, big fan of the Fantasy Dream book. But the stuff we've done, to, you know, that was kind of just some shit I did. I, you know, I, the stuff that we've done together, I've really enjoyed doing the impersonations, which we don't do that very often anymore because I was kind of tired, I guess. But uh, yeah. You know, the I really enjoyed doing that and I really enjoyed the dramatic reading stuff. But, you know, some of the stuff I enjoy is like putting the stuff together and finding the little jokes that will happen when I'm, you know, putting the show together sometimes is fun. But like the stuff we do together with the dramatic readings, those are always a blast because there's usually some kind of gem that comes out of it that we weren't expecting to. And that's good. That's always my favorite stuff. My favorite stuff are the inside jokes. Always, you know, because that's stuff only our listeners would get, you know. I always always hear you laughing when I'm going off on something. I remember the first time I think I had a big rant was the f I watched this Noah match and I was complaining that it was too much shit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wouldn't shut up about it. Like, what are you doing? I can't fucking see anything and I can't understand anything on the screen anyway. Oh, my goodness. That was a lot yeah. on that screen. 
you discovering that what am I doing is like your catchphrase. Is, uh, that was fun. Because, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, and once you realize that, you're like, oh, I'm going to use this as the spice in this meal here, you know? So it's yeah. good. I love it. I, love I, was, it. I wasn't aware I was, I was doing it that much. But, uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I love it. Yep. I don't know either because you realized it was awesome and did it. You know, what's wrong with that? That's so, right. Wow. It's, what's, uh, I mean, what's your top five matches of 2022? Um, <laughs> Just kidding. I think it was the third third tag match that I watched between uh, Gr- <laughs> Gorillas of Destiny and Jado <laughs> and Chase and Fale and Gato. The third one. <laughs> Out of their 20, that's definitely in there. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what was the best like pro wrestling type experience that you've had on the podcast or or maybe a good one of some kind? Um, the, oh, I reckon 152 kicks getting to cover that was really awesome. And that's a match that's kind of stuck with me. But uh, yeah. Yeah, like that was just watching that live at the time. I was just like, this is insane. And I've never seen anything like this before. And um, no one's ever really tried to copy that, but I swear everyone's tried to copy the Hiromu slap fight. It's true. And and, and it never got topped until uh, well, until a couple of weeks ago with Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. You know, there's a couple things I've enjoyed quite a bit uh, as far as pro wrestling. I think quite, probably the the top one for me would be covering Jay versus Ibushi. At uh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, where Jay lost and cut that amazing promo after Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, that was like one of the coolest things that's ever happened in pro wrestling, let alone something we got to talk about. So that was cool. Other thing I've really enjoyed, and maybe we need to bring this back. We keep saying it. It's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of extra work. And it's like, ah, yeah. I don't really like doing it, but it works out really well sometimes. And that's the uh, match recommendations. Um, hipping you to gato versus rocky romero that was like yeah because that is one of the best comedy matches like of all time and so i'm so glad that we got to watch that and talk about it (laughs) it is it is some extra work and sometimes there is gold because why don't you ask what one of my favorite wrestling experiences has been whilst doing this podcast and it's very tongue-in-cheek of course but it's when I sat Charity down and I was like, man, this is supposed to be a fucking absolute banger classic. Like, we got to check this out. <laughs> we turn it on and it's just two guys rolling around in the, in the grass <laughs> with helicopter noises for 90 minutes. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't expect me to watch all 90 minutes of this shit because I started fucking fast forwarding it. It was Antonio Inoki. I can't remember who he's. Masa Saito. Yeah. Yeah, Masa Saito. The, the Island Deathmatch. Yes. The Island Deathmatch. All they would have gotten was itchy from rolling around in that grass for so long. <laughs> that's part of the. That's why you do that, Luke. You're wearing your opponent down, getting them all itchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and that's great. yeah, so I think it took me a while to, to work out. Like, I think Andy's taking the piss because <laughs> you know they start off slow, and I'm like, well, this match goes forever, so obviously they're going to start off slow and build up. No, that's the pace they work the whole match. It's just. <laughs> They just and, pretty much and then they start bleeding. 
it's like it's it's that and then they start bleeding a lot and you don't know why they're bleeding because they never really punched each other they definitely, it's they definitely around in the maybe they got some <laughs> sharp blades of grass and just bladed each other. A stick. There's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, he's got a stick. <laughs> oh my god, the island death match was Yeah. That was tremendous. So maybe we need to bring it back. I mean, we still have I don't it's like twenty episodes back in my note, but I still have the most recent ones that we were supposed to do. We I have the notes on them, but All right. One day, one day we'll get to him. Well, Yano Shabbat is probably going to be short, right? So I'll have that done for, I won't say next oh, episode. Oh, you, you have because them, you have them, I, I have a, I have a feeling we're going to be recording the next episode very soon. So uh, we will. But uh, maybe for 102. How's that? Okay. All right. And then I can't remember what yours was. I'll have to look. Yeah, who cares? Let's just, um, I don't know. We can do one a show or something. Yeah, maybe we should do it that way. And that would be less... Because <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes it's like, oh, especially one of these weeks where you've had to watch like five nights of all tag matches, and then you're like, I don't want to watch wrestling ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta watch fucking the Island Death Match. Sometimes I turn on AEW, and AEW is like, our tag team division's awesome, and I'm like, yeah, it is, but man, I've watched fucking four nights in a row of tag matches. Can you guys just, you know, not do that? And obviously, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've seen a lot of tag wrestling seen a lot of wrestling period that's another thing too is that like you know i mean before we did the podcast i would skip shows certainly especially if they were just tag match shows i yeah. might skip one every once so i watched almost everything but you know and we still haven't figured out what we're going to do this year for world tag league but if ftr's in it are we gonna have to cover it because i don't wanna <laughs> I, like wanna. F- I like ftr by the way, speaking of tags, if we're going to mention at least one tag match, I would say um, the Techers versus Naito and Sonata. Yeah. Do you remember that Which one? Time? The Every second time. one. It went for like 45 minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was great. That's the one without Yoshihashi and Goto. Like, all, they kept getting involved, and it was like, no, get out of here. Yeah. Those two, yeah, they had magic. And, like, what's cool is that now – those guys, whenever they have singles matches, will always have that history, and they'll be fucking awesome every time. So, yep, they sure will. Actually, speaking of New Japan, I'd love to talk some New Japan hyper battle. Should do you want to do you want to do that? Yeah, we can do that, um, but not right now. No, we can't do it right now. No. But we we can do it very very soon. I think. Um, yes. Yeah, but Luke, I'm pretty hyper. I yes. mean, we can't leave without letting the folks know. Yep. You know, we've had the fantasy dream book song. Yep. What is on the cover of your fantasy dream book? On mine, uh, right now I have a. I definitely put a never open pod sticker on that. And mm-hmm. hey, if you want a sticker plus other merch, go to our Teespring shop. Uh, always good to put the put the commercial in right near the end where a lot of people will probably hear it. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially on this episode. They probably turned it off. They turned it off 30 seconds in when they were like, what the fuck is this? They're not talking hyper battle. I'm waiting for the next no, they're one. They're like, what is this song? <laughs> Why do pins go to two? <laughs> it wouldn't be an Andy New Japan song if you didn't um, talk shit about 
Goto in some way. Yeah. And kind of Barry Water a little, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, Luke, my fantasy dream. Book, yes. I appreciate you asking. It has like a little sun that I drew on there. It's got some flowers. I, I found these like gold foil butterflies. So I got a glue stick and I glued those to them right next to the the uh, never open podcast sticker. And it looks like it's like made of the same kind of gold. It's really neat. It almost looks makes the sticker look like it's foil. So I got that, and then I got a little flower at the bottom, like I said. So, and it says "Fancy Dream Book" in fancy cursive on the front. All right. Well, hopefully, not by the next episode, but the episode after, I'll have because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that soon. Hopefully, uh, I'll uh, I'll have more to add to my fantasy dream book. Yeah. You got stuff in there. You know, it's 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 Lots Tai Chi versus it's Tai Chi versus Ibushi again. It's yep. it's Ibushi never wrestling again except for that match. It's um <laughs> let's see yeah it's Jay White back in Japan wrestling. Who would Jay White face? Who you know in your fantasy dream book? Who is Jay White facing when he comes back to New Japan? Tanahashi or Okada? But I uh, 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 Tanahashi. Pretty sure he's going to face Great Ocon at this uh, Chicago thing next week, so uh, that'll be fun. But yeah, um, because that I'm not be watching it of, live though. Nah, nah, probably not either. Um, the I guess he would probably be my choice because I really want to see what they can do. But um, I just want I just want I mean thanks again for asking. I want Jay White to be be in Japan. I don't care who he's facing. He yeah, can wrestle Captain New Japan. I don't care. The, the great Jay White Wato feud of 2022, oh, and I'm just like, can yep, imagine? just can give me. Imagine? He just he feeds him to Gato. He just kills him and makes lets Gato pin him every time. <laughs> <laughs> funny, so. Yeah, he puts Gato on top to pin him, and Jay counts the three himself using Chumpy's <laughs> hand. <laughs> he picks Chumpy up and like presses him down and up like that, like his whole body, like a cartoon. <laughs> oh man. And maybe Wheeler Yuta, because I hear that guy bleeds a lot, and he has I mean, a good match. And people are saying the Yuta scale, fuck the fuck off. <laughs> I turned to charity, and I was like, oh, I think, uh, I think uh, he's, he's somewhere on the Muta scale here. But I didn't even make the, the Yuta connect. I should have. Yeah, because you're not an asshole. So that's why. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, it's been yeah. fun. 100 episodes in the books. Yep. I can't believe it. You know, we talked about Great O'Conn's, uh, like, you know, namesake kind of thing with a vampire dude. We talked about what it was like. We heard a song. I mean, what else is there to do? Uh, leave and do another one. Another hundred episodes um, in Great O'Conn we trust. Hundred episodes. Yeah, I don't. I, I already wrote a song. I don't. Yeah. What do you want from us? <laughs> Bitch, are you for real?